Oh my gosh, guys! It's episode 8. This is so insane of Good Good Talks. And I realized that over the last, gosh, I don't know, few episodes, I haven't even said the name of my podcast, which is totally fine. But um, as I listen to other podcasts, they always start out with like, welcome to this or that and with your host, this person. And um, I don't know. <laughs> I just realized that I don't really follow any of that which is good and bad, but if you're new here, my name's Stephanie. I'm just a 23-year-old trying to figure out life and just wanting to have conversation and, um, yeah, just have y'all join in on that and hopefully maybe learn a little bit, grow with me, and add to that conversation in some way or another. I'm gonna fix the mic because, um, check one. So, this is Good Good Talks and episode 8, like I said, in another Chip Chats. Um, guys, I recorded this Chip Chats, I want to say, a week and a half ago, two weeks almost, and it was a very, very vulnerable place of mine, and I don't know what really inclined me and pushed me to get up and literally record the stinking air conditioning. Love ya. But it's always so loud in the background, so I apologize to all my friends that are audio people and just hate all the extra things that I don't um, take out of the background. Anywho, so this podcast is about in a door, just closing, <laughs> about community. And my friend David asked me a question a couple weeks ago about just, I mean, I go in more detail in the podcast. And anyway, I was just in this moment and really feeling a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions. I mean, I'm a girl and I'm a very emotional person anyway. And I just really felt the need of like, this is when, this is what people need to hear. And this is um, what people need to see and understand is, I don't know. I just really want to get across that. Guys, I am in love with my life. And yes, there are times when, I would like to change one thing or that, but there's so many good things that are going on that I'm just so blessed um, the Lord is so good in, but I also want y'all to know that life is still life, and the day-to-day stuff still sucks at times. Um, following God is not, it's not an easy route, no matter how easy it may look of if I can post every day something about the Lord that doesn't mean that... Um, doesn't mean I'm perfect in my faith or in my walk or in my relationships or friendships or anything. And I just want to get that across of in in no way, shape or form. Am am I coming to you guys and saying, I know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm coming and saying, I have no idea what the heck wasn't going to, I almost cussed there, but I didn't. (laughs) Um, what the heck I'm doing? No idea. And this is just a part this is just what this podcast is what I want to be, um, to say, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Join me. So here I am. Don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And if hopefully I've listened back just once, so hopefully it kind of makes sense. But, um, it was 10 o'clock at night. I was crying and, (laughs) and I just felt I need to record. I need to have people feel and be in the realness of what life is sometimes. And I don't know. I just want whoever, 
whoever's listening today, tomorrow, whatever, whenever this comes out, whenever you get a chance to um, catch up is know that, heck, you're not alone in any of it. And um, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to be sec- feel sucky and feel gross. And um, you're not the only one who doesn't feel like you don't have friends. You're not the only one who feels alone. Um, but it's that choice of saying, hey, like, I'm here for a purpose. Um, I, one, have a father that loves me, and I do have people that care about me, and I have to choose to see that. And I've talked about it before. I know that there's different things that we all struggle with where it's so hard to choose that, and it's just easier said than done. Um, But you just have to speak truth over yourself and say, I'm worth it. And um, in those moments, you have to speak that, but we can't deny that those moments are a thing and that we all have messes and it's all part of life. And also I'm sitting here guys just got done surfing slash more attempting to surf. And all I can say is it's so freaking scary and the ocean's so big. Um, but it was so cool. So right now I'm going to go literally try to get all of the sand out of my hair, which I don't know how that's possible. Um, and I'm just going to press play and hope y'all enjoy and get something out of today's chip chats. Remember, please, please, please send in any questions or just anything you want to talk about. Um, I've had, I have a few coming in the next few weeks and, but I just real want you guys to be part of this. I do this, um, to have that community and I just so want you guys to be involved. So, Thank you guys for listening and enjoy the show. So I was not planning on recording tonight. It's 10 p.m. on a Sunday night. My windows are still open, which means people can still kind of hear me talking, but that's okay. We're just going to keep doing this. Um, And yeah, I just really felt this like, I just, (laughs) I don't know if you can tell, but I was, I've been crying. And so I was in this moment you know, a lot of feelings and emotions. And then I just got up and grabbed my computer and my mic. And I don't know why, um, other than the fact that what I was crying about and what I'm feeling and all the stuff I'm feeling, I think, um, is a lot of what other people my age may feel. Um, and just people in general, honestly, and actually connects to a question that a friend of mine asked me a couple days ago. He was driving, listening to my podcast, and actually sent me a voice recording, which was awesome because it's literally just like how, um, I don't know, I just felt like we were talking back and forth between podcasts. But anyway, his question was, um, how have you created community? How have you made community and uh, really kind of thrived in community since moving away from your friend Allie. And I know that I explained my relationship with Allie a little bit on the first ever chip chats or no, it wasn't even chip chats. It was the first ever good, good talks. And it was the intro and I explained a little bit about myself, but I'm going to go just a little bit more into detail of my relationship with Allie. So Allie and I met in high school. I'm actually going to have her on the show, which I'm pretty sure I mentioned in the first Good Good Talks anyway, so I'm not going to say too, too much about how we met, but we really were kind of just long-distance friends for a while, and so when I graduated college, um, I wasn't, I mean, I still was friends with her. I was in her wedding, and but um, other than that, 
you know, we were just kind of those long distance friends that had stayed connected. And so when I moved out to live with her, I knew she'd always been someone that I had looked up to, always someone that I had just loved dearly and who the Lord has just really taught me a lot through. Um, and so just her relationship and our friendship was super special to me and um, only grew stronger in the time that we in the time that I roomed with her. So I kind of explained our living situation when I was with them a couple, well, I think it's been a month since I've moved out. But um, Allie and Raul, her husband, have a little baby named Camila. She's almost two. Oh my goodness. And we all lived with Raul's parents as well as Raul's sister lived in the house as well when I was there. Um, and it was a full house, just people all the time really connected, just um, you know, you said hi to each other walking in the door, you helped each other carrying groceries, just all those things. And, um, just really, it was a great place. And, um, I think I'm realizing, I, I hope I took full advantage of that. Um, but now I'm in a place where I don't really know my roommates very well. I'm still getting to re- to know them because everybody's just more, you know, having their own adult life jobs and so they go in and out and you kind of just you're in your room just to be in your room to go to sleep and that's it and today I I didn't go to church in the morning because I worked at Starbucks um from 6 to eleven thirty. went to church Saturday night just in case y'all think I I mean it doesn't really matter but I still go to church um and I just couldn't go today and I just kind of hung out in the afternoon was texting some friends to see if we could hang out and got to see some friends but nothing really panned out so I just ended up spending some time on my own which was awesome I'm an introvert really what I needed but I also (laughs) watched Jane the Virgin which I don't know if any of y'all watched it but I talked about her in, in the second chip chats um and I act like she's my best friend and these last few episodes, meaning probably, I'm not joking you guys, maybe seven I watched today. I'm an emotional wreck. There's so much that happened. I'm not going to say anything just because I don't want to be a, I don't want to be one of those people that tells the things that happens. So I may be emotional from that, but I'm sitting here and I just, um, I was watching Allie's Insta story and little Camila's dancing to a song in a movie and that was something that she did and she still does all the time. Um, sorry, I'm going to just start crying right now in all this, but, um, and I realized it just was something I missed. And so I started FaceTiming her instantly and Allie's family, she's putting her to bed, you know, she couldn't answer. And I just was just overwhelmed and still overwhelmed with this, like, I miss my best friend. And in the last episode with Allie, I talk about how I don't, I don't really call, I don't want to call my friends my best friends. I don't have that specific because I don't want to put that, I don't put a weight on something because I'm a friendship, um, when all my friends, friendships mean so much to me. Sorry. I'm gonna wipe my nose here. (laughs) But just through the last 10 months of living with Allie, I just learned, um, Learned a lot, grew a lot in my faith, learned so much from her. Of Even she's the same age as me, but just so wise behind beyond her years. And um, so all to say, you know, I, I was ready to leave. I was ready to move out, um, do my own thing, and be in a community that I wasn't um, 
really just a community that was just handed to me through the church, through all the relationships that Allie had, I just had, because I was her person, I was a third wheel, I was, whenever they invited Allie in rebel places, I went with them, you know, I was just always there, and I loved that, but at the same time, I came to realize that the Lord was calling me to just completely trust in Him and lean on Him, and through those last few, these last few weeks, I found that, and it's, um, it's been hard. So to answer my friend David's question of how am I finding community, um, before I moved out here, I had some friends, I had some connections, and that's how I have this room that I have now as a friend that I live technically like next door to, um, just next door to room-wise. Um, and so I've had friends, but this weekend, my friend Kinsey that I live with is gone, and so um, and she's super busy with work as well, so we never really get to lean on each other in the way that I, I leaned on Allie and spent time with her and was in ministries with her and different um, ministry groups in the mornings and at nights and all that stuff. So what I came to realize in answering David's question was community hasn't been as easy as my Instagram story may seem, or, um, it may just seem with, sorry, wipe my nose again, or it may just seem with going to Saddleback, which is such a huge church and so many wonderful people, um, but community takes intentionality, it takes waiting, it takes, um, reaching out just to an uncomfortable level sometimes and a comfortable amount. It um, it takes waiting in line to pet puppies even though you're literally the only single person there. More single, like, young adult-ish that doesn't have a child slash married. <laughs> it takes um, going out and trying to be part of a volleyball game and then not having the group meet that night and not getting to meet anybody. It takes those those hard times of you know, the times that the Lord so showed me this isn't rejection, this is just life, but more stepping out of my comfort zone and talking to people when I don't feel like talking to people because that's what community, you have to go outside of your bubble a little bit. And what I realized is that I was just so incredibly blessed with Allie and the Cornerstone Church where I was a part of and just all the people that I had there because I just could follow them around. I always had plans because they always had plans and it just was so good. But realizing today, you know, I was trying to make plans with friends and um, this is something I talked about in my last chip chats is everybody kind of has their person. And so I'm realizing I left Allie, <laughs> which is like, sounds so dramatic, but to me it was hard and it may not come off that way, but I left um, Menifee where I was living with them because I was leaning on Allie so much in a way that I wanted to respect her and respect her marriage, her family, and her relationships with the church that um, I needed and I needed to go find my place and really find the Lord as my person and um, I'm finding that guys and really I'll just say finding community has been has been hard. It's been possible for sure. And it's something I can't do alone. And that I am so thankful that my, I have so many other friends that reach out to me that I've met here. Um, but it definitely takes stepping outside of my comfort zone. And I think I've just really come to realize that I've never, I've never really totally been on 
my own, you know, in the complete utter, I don't have anybody to text or call or reach out to. Um, you know, I've shared a little bit of my story. I've dated a guy all through college, and then I had six to seven months before I moved out to um, California where, yeah, I didn't really have anybody then, but also my parents were my people, <laughs> you know. When I have a place to go, I live with them. I just hung out with them. Um, and then in California, I had Allie, and now I'm here. I don't know what that sound was. <laughs> Three to four weeks into it, and... um. I, I'm by myself and I've got the Lord, which is so good, but also, um, it's hard. I can't, I can't say anything other than it's been, it's been a learning experience and the Lord's been so good and faithful through it. Um, but I think finding community means going out and trying all the shows that's hard going to volleyball nights on Wednesdays when no one's there. Um, tonight I almost crashed a wedding, but I didn't because I didn't. Um, that's not the way to find a community, guys. <laughs> that's the way to be the person that, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Things like that of, um, you know, go to coffee shops on your own and uh, talk to people even when you don't feel like talking. And when you go to church on your own, just try to reach out in some way or another. Um, and one of my friends that I actually met here um, talks to me about how sometimes the relationships and friendships that she's had, she's always felt like she's been the one inviting. She's been the one that's been initiating things and that's been hard for her of when she takes a step back and she realizes no one else is inviting. No one else is reaching out. You know, Lord, I'm going to, and she almost is talking about how taking that as a rejection of no one wants to hang out with me. I'm always the one to reach out. When she's like, the Lord just really showed me that that was, um, that was a blessing. That was a, I don't want to say skill. What's the word I'm looking for? Spiritual skill. That was a, um, oh my gosh, why can't I think of the word? It's the way that you can bless others is, okay, that's something that the Lord has given you and bless you with and given you a heart for is inviting people and initiating things and reaching out. And then others that may not necessarily, not that they don't want to or that they can't, it's just they, they bring something else to the table in those relationships and friendships and friend groups is they may not be the initiators, but they may be the hope bringers. They may be the fun, crazy people that just always, always bring a good time and just so much joy. And so taking that as a blessing rather than a curse that I'm an initiator, I'm the only one that reaches out, but it's okay. It's okay to invite and it's okay to love on people and reach out. And there's always boundaries to that and everything. There's boundaries, but realizing that that's a blessing, um, that the Lord's given. And so, um, as I'm talking, I'm realizing I'm really ready for bed. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, but I just really wanted to answer that question, the realness of the tears and the frustration, um, is I, I left a very comfortable spot where I lived with Allie and I lived with my best friend. I lived with my person and I always joked with Raul. He had to share it with me kind of thing. Um, I left that with the intention and the knowledge that I was leaving something extremely good behind. Um, and it just, it wasn't, it wasn't easy and still isn't easy. Um, 
I could still, I just spent 4th of July with them. I, I could be there. I was very comfortable and very good. And I never, I didn't leave it because it wasn't enough. I left it because, um, I don't know, other than the Lord was calling me somewhere else. And so I'm still learning where that somewhere else is exactly, but, um, I do know it's closer to the beach. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know what the mic is catching right now, but so I just wanted to share that with you guys is that, um, being real is I'm crying on a Sunday night because I miss my best friend and I miss her daughter and I miss, I miss hanging out on Sunday nights and just having free time with them. And I do, um, but the Lord's teaching me a lot and the Lord's been just meeting me in every moment that I felt weak and that I felt a void. And, um, like I've been talking about in the book Uninvited with uh, Lisa Turkers is that I'm choosing to, um, live in that power and live in his freedom and live in his fullness and live loved. So thanks guys. And I'm sure I will add a little bit to this chip chat. Also, um, notice that podcasts do this thing where they're like, thanks to the sponsors of, um, I'm just going to say thanks to the sponsor called Mom Mattress Slash Bed, because without its support and, um, just really giving me a place to lay my head, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Really.